0: Listening to cocktails and clarity, an explicit podcast. Yep, explicit. where we get all the answers you're too sober to ask for. Hey guys. Welcome to another episode of Cocktails and Clarity with Haley and Hannah. Wow, that doesn't really roll off the tongue like it used to. Um, I'm Haley. I'm Hannah. Um, we're your hosts. Um, it is Sunday. It is Sunday, yes. And where are we? We're in Portland, Oregon. Our new HQ. <laughs> and what are we doing?
1: Well, we're drinking. We're
0: Of course we're drinking. Cheers, baby girl.
1: Cheers, cheers.
0: Um, we missed you guys so much. It's been... We don't really
1: know how long, but
0: maybe like nine months since we last recorded. It's been a really long time.
1: Yeah, I think it was April or May 2017, and now we're in February 2018, so almost a year. Yeah, and to be um, frank with you guys, this
0: is the scrappiest we've ever recorded. Um, A couple of reasons for that. Number one, we are a two-man show. We have um, (laughs) lost all three of our producers, RIP. They have, you know, gone their own way, started their own endeavors, and Hannah and I are kind of left to do all the sound
1: work ourselves. Yep. Yep. So this should be interesting. It should be Um, interesting.
0: We've spent about an hour and a half on it so far, and we just started recording.
1: At least we've invested a ton of money into having the cream of the crop equipment that we don't know how to operate. We each (laughs) bought an extremely expensive microphone, only to find out that we apparently can only use one without updating the firmware for compatibility issues. Right, right.
0: So if anyone out there is trying to start a podcast and you think it'll be great to have like top-tier microphones our advice to you is you can't get two of the same one computers will not recognize them as separate microphones so here we are sharing one yep do you think um yours was a waste of 140 dollars or do you think it's good to have two just in case we lose one
1: well i do feel a little foolish with my purchase um i will say thanks to um cnc hqs being in portland there's no sales tax Oh, so yeah. I saved mm-hmm. about $12 on the purchase, <laughs> and I believe got free shipping with Amazon Prime. So really, this bad boy was only like 120 bucks.
0: <laughs> okay, amazing news. Mm-hmm. Um, so you may have heard our intro music and wondered why it sounds different than before, and that's because we played it on our phone from a previous episode. We've lost access to the original file. Um, so here we are. Yep. We're doing the best we can. <laughs> Um,
1: how's it going? We have so much to catch up we on. have so much to catch up on. I think probably the, the biggest elephant in the room is that we've dropped a little teaser for our listeners that we're recording in Portland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think that they know why we're here. So that in itself has been a massive change. It
0: is a massive change. Unfortunately, it's not like very exciting, but I live in Portland now. Um, which I can't believe I we haven't said on the podcast before. But yes, yeah, I think I,
1: our last episode was before you moved officially, obviously. Yeah. so,
0: oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So um Hannah and I are now in a long distance friendship, which is standard for me. I'm either in
1: a long distance relationship or a friendship. Yeah, you're um, better at it than I am. I have not <laughs> taken as well to it. Um, and I think in doing so, I've realized that I might be more interested in this friendship. Which is fine. There's always somebody that loves one person more in a pair of I am absolutely the pursuer. Why do you feel that way? I don't Um, feel that way. Well, I think it's just obvious in the emotions. Like I still cry on a regular (laughs) basis when I think that we don't live in the same place. And I I don't think you're shedding tears in the same way. And you're also, by nature, the more emotional one out of the two of us. I'm so emotional. And so the fact that I'm crying and you're not (laughs) says (laughs) to me... I'm not crying. Says to me that I might care a little bit more about the friendship. But my theory is this. That it's always better to be the one moving on and having the new adventure than being the one left behind. So while, yes, you've started over like your whole life in Portland... You're mm-hmm. still the one that's, like, getting this fresh start, whereas I'm now just living in the shithole that is the city I've currently <laughs> decided to reside in um, without you. Do you know what I mean? So I, they, I think your saying. absence is more noticeable, whereas, like, your whole world is different now.
0: Yeah, Does that I, I get what you're saying, but to give you some, um, let's what's the word? Um, what, Clarity what, might be a good one. Or what do they say on The Bachelor when they just want... Um, they want the guy to rem- like to, make-
1: oh, uh, reassurance. Re- Re- reassurance. Um, yes, yes yes uh, yes, yes yes.
0: So to give you some reassurance, I'm definitely not doing well with our separation. Okay. But I feel like you're like always soups busy um, and therefore don't even miss me at all. Not true. But not we true. could do a better job of like, texting more often and like FaceTiming more often. FaceTiming would be because good Because I me. honestly feel like I don't even know what's going on in your life.
1: I know. So how, I know.
0: how's cohabitating? How's like... Oh my just gosh. Maybe we should give like a slight bit of context about like what has happened. Yeah. That's um, it's not that exciting. I, we both lived in San Francisco together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... We were roommates for 11 years. 11 years. And then when... <laughs> Over the summer, Rob, my long distance boyfriend, and I moved to Portland, um, closer to my family, and we both got jobs here. So, Mm -hmm. and then at that point, Hannah moved in with
1: um, John. Yes, exactly. So that's really all that's transpired. (laughs) Yeah, but oh my gosh, we just, I felt like we picked, we did not set ourselves up for success for this first like launch in a new direction, if you will, Mm -hmm. because we basically had this rager. Mm-hmm. Like to say goodbye to you is like your going away party, slash, like the end of an era in the apartment that we lived in for 11 years. Yep. So we end up throwing a massive bash. Yep. I puked. We wake up, we're super hungover. San Francisco decides to have a heat wave for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. And we both decide to move that day. Yep. And say goodbye to each other. Like oh, it yeah. was just like the hardest hitting. Amount of change all at once. Mm -hmm. I am like moving all of my stuff into my new apartment. John and I got a new apartment together versus me like moving into where he was. And like just our windows were open because it was so hot. And I feel like all of the neighbors must have been like, what piece of garbage is moving into this unit? Because they just hear me crying uncontrollably. (laughs) And like, we're trying to build a bed, which this was the first indication that John and I are not going to do home improvement well together. (laughs) Our relationship has been tested in every possible way. Um, but I just remember like dramatically, like crying in the shower that night when I decided, you know, maybe a shower would be good, a little bit of, you know, bathing, um, and felt like I was in, in that movie where I'm dramatically like crying against the tile, and the louder I cry, the more like you know content Sometimes I feel with when myself. When you're
0: having a good cry, like the more dramatic you can make it, like oh. if you can fling yourself down onto the bed yes. and like face in the pillow, oh, or like just. Sometimes I'm not crying as hard as I think I want to Mm -hmm. be. And so I just force it to be more. Yeah.
1: Sometimes you just have to feel your feelings. Like literally I'm pressed against the tile in the shower, loving the cool against my face. Yeah. But anyways, I'm like trying to tell John, I was like, you know, I don't want this to be a reflection on how I feel about you and our relationship, (laughs) but move in day is the worst day of my life. (laughs) So (laughs) super successful. Yeah. Um, It was a tough change, but yeah, it was just tough. And I would say that like, it doesn't help, especially today's day and age with like social media where everyone just looks constantly happy. Like mm-hmm. I think I had in my mind that like moving in together was going to be smooth sailing. Yeah. And anyone that tells you like it is a dream, mm-hmm. they're lying to themselves. Yeah. Like John and I like have really worked through a lot of kinks and we're doing great, but it was not Yeah. like an easy, happy mm-hmm. go lucky transition. Totally. Was yeah, it easy for that. you or what were your thoughts? When um, you would, I mean, you've like fully moved States too.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't, I mean, here's the thing. I, we had been, I think it was a little different for us because we had gone through so two years of like seeing each other only Mm -hmm. like once a month or so. Right. So it was really nice to just be together all the time and just have like more so unlimited like access to each other. And it took a long time for me to like not feel like at the end of the weekend, we were leaving each other. It was mm. like, oh, we actually get to stay together. So in that sense, it was really exciting for us. But it doesn't mean it's perfect.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely doesn't mean it's perfect. What would you say was, like, the biggest challenge or, like, the most interesting, like, huh, despite dating you for five years, uh-huh. this is new information.
0: <sighs> um, I, that's, that's a good question. I feel like there hasn't been like a lot of surprising things about Rob. I feel like all Mm. the, but that doesn't mean they're all good. Like all the, (laughs) all the interesting things about him. Mm. I already had a really good sense of (laughs) because we've been together for so long, like almost six years. So it's, I mean, there weren't any big surprises, but I, I missed just like having girls around having somebody to like get ready with or you know like listen even listen to the same music as like we're just so different that you know like a lot of the time we have our own things we want to do we want to watch we want to talk about and so like and we're really each other's only person yeah you know what I mean like we have like some other friends here and coworkers that I like and stuff but it's really like him and I and I think it's (laughs) just like having there's nothing like your female friends you know Totally agree. And even though like I talk to you guys all the time, I think like the biggest challenge has just been not having that Mm -hmm. and just being like one of those girls that's like always with her boyfriend, which I've never been. Yes. Ever. That's fair. Neither of us have ever been that, Mm -hmm. you know? Fair. But we have death separate bathrooms. And I think to our earlier episode, that has really saved our relationship.
1: True, Wasn't that the marriage episode about like (laughs) the key to happiness is separate bathrooms? Yeah,
0: totally. So I think that probably every time I go in Rob's bathroom, Mm. I take like a deep sigh of relief that I don't have to go in there,
1: Mm. you know, and because it's like,
0: you know, he's he's messy. Yeah, he's a messy person. There's, he like cannot learn the put the seat down thing.
1: Mm, it it's just so interesting to me.
0: It doesn't, it blows my mind. Yeah.
1: Have you I, fallen in the toilet like when the seat's been up? And no, like haven't I haven't because it? like
0: I see it when I walk oh, okay. in there and then I just get so angry. Sure. Because I'm like, how is this a thing? Like even though right now Hannah is staying, um, Hannah and John are staying with us. So you guys are using technically Rob's bathroom. Right, which right. No, when we have guests, it becomes the guest bathroom. So he's moved into mine and he's he still leaves the seat up. It's like, and when I call How him out, he reading. says, I he says I put it down almost every time. He says, 90% of the time he puts it down. He puts it down 0% <laughs>
1: of like the he's time. He's not
0: putting it down. Ever. 0% of the ever. time. And I'm just like, he's 32? 30. He's either 32 or 33. I'm not uh, totally clear on his age, but I at think this he's age. He's 32. He was born in 85. That either makes him 32 or 33. I, I have don't no idea. I don't feel like doing math. But Me neither. Either we'll, one. We'll follow up when he comes up here. Sure. Um, but, yeah, he needs to have learned this by now. So yes. that's, like, the biggest annoyance. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, overall, it's been okay because of the two bathrooms.
1: Right. That's fair. That's what fair. Well, we have one bathroom. Yeah. So yeah. Um, can't say we're killing it with that luxury. Right. Um, and just to
0: clarify for the listeners, i um, Our listeners, yes, I think we got feedback one time. We shouldn't say the listeners. Yeah, Um, it's the cost of living is just lower here. That's why we have multiple bathrooms. Yeah,
1: I'm not rolling in the dough. I mean, you're living in a three-story home, and I am in a one-bedroom for probably the same price, (laughs) most likely, which I don't even (laughs) want to think about. Um, But what has worked out for us is that I think overall, John and I just have a very different. Take on apartment aesthetics. Oh, so yeah! So decorating an apartment together was really the test for what us. What are your different? What's John's vibe? Well, I think the difference for us is that, and this is, I think, just the product of all of a sudden living with a male. Uh-huh. But for him, it's all about practicality. It's like, oh, like why would I ever not use this? Is this is just a function, like, functioning piece of furniture mm-hmm. versus like. I would rather die than sit in that, what looks like hell infested couch. You know what right. I mean? So like before we were moved in together, we we're kind of talking through like, Oh, like who's going to bring what? And he was like, Oh, I've got the furniture. <laughs> I'm like, um, excuse me. Like, cause I'm thinking I'm visualizing his, you know, old place of residence. I'm uh-huh. like, like which what was could like you, a bachelor pad? It was a basically. bachelor pad. He like, lived with like five guys. Like mm-hmm. there was nothing in there that I was like, what would you be wanting to contribute? <laughs> and he's like, Well, like I've got the couch. And I was like, Oh You're like that No you don't I was like, Oh, <laughs> that is funny because no, absolutely not. And this couch that he brought, because basically we end up going furniture shopping, which John and I've been hitting the bottle hard this year (laughs) because basically our entire furniture shopping experience is like, we get up, we feel really excited that we're going to go and find a new piece together. Yeah. As soon as we walk in the store, then John starts like sort of sweating. He goes silent, finds usually like a comforting corner (laughs) and then just picks at his fingers as if there's anything to pick at. And then just, you can see his eyes kind of, you know, dialing back and forth as he's probably mentally calculating what I'm about to send him as a Venmo charge for my, (laughs) my purchases. And so then like, we just don't get along on the, like, like, this is what I want to get. He's much more like, I want to sleep on it and see if I like it tomorrow. I hate that. And like, why would we sleep on this when we could just buy this right now? Like, we just can't see eye to eye on that. Um, He also likes the phrase, what is it? Sticker shock. Sticker shock is a secret. Oh my God. So. Is the definition of sticker shock when you see a
0: price tag and you don't know what to do with yourself? Correct. Because it's higher than your...
1: Correct. Okay. So when I was like, how about this lovely art piece? And he'll be like, whoa, whoa. And then he kind of backs away. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, I'm just, I'm having sticker shock right now. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what to do with this situation. Where did <laughs> you learned that term. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. So, anyways, um, so we just. Basically, like whenever we'd pull the trigger and buy a piece of furniture, the stress was so high that then we would have to take ourselves immediately to a bar and just start drinking before we could like speak to one another again. Yeah. So this is our you know start of success. And so we'd gone to buy this couch and we agreed on the actual piece we got, but of course it was back ordered until like three months after moving in together. Mm -hmm. So it's like we have no other choice but to move into the apartment initially with this couch that I'm putting in quotes right now the because it doesn't deserve that term. Stoked to bring from his bachelor pad so this couch let's let's describe it it's moving day I've come in John is sitting on the couch and this couch is basically the way I describe it as like the spitting image of a row of seats on a frontier budget airline flight Yep. Like they're so inc- incredibly upright. There's not enough even space for your ass to sit on it fully. You know what I yep. mean? Like you can't mm-hmm. even back up mm-hmm. completely upright. It's this like <laughs> gross, like shit brown color. Like very, very firm, very firm. <laughs> Except for there's one cushion that literally looks like maybe a raccoon has burrowed under it <laughs> and rustled up the, um, what is it? The stuffing, Yeah. the couch stuffing. Cause it's yeah. this massive lump. It looks as if a cat has taken its claws to the back of the couch, which is very much in the visual line of sight, and just scratched the entire thing. So it's kind of like little pieces of pleather falling off. And then to top it all off, you sit down and it kind of makes this crinkle noise from the Velcro that has secured all cushions together on this couch. What
0: a great experience.
1: And then this gets paired with this very large, different shade of brown coffee table Mm -hmm. with another extremely large end table, also a different shade of brown. Nothing like brown on brown on brown. So we just have wood and brown shades (laughs) in our apartment. And so I will say back to the original part about the two bathroom things, we are fortunate that we have one very large walk-in closet. Mm -hmm. I've given that one to John. He's also made it his office, which is quite possibly the saddest (laughs) display because it had almost this window cut out in the wall that looks onto the living room. I've hung a painting over that. <laughs> so I've really cut off his, you know, and light source. Um, the light that like, he pulls down in his closet too, it's like got that janky chain, you know, and it's like super fluorescent yeah. lighting. And the funniest thing is I'll come home sometimes and I won't, I'll like say like, hello, like when I come in the door, won't hear anything. And then I can see a little light coming out from under the closet. <laughs> and he's in there with the door locked with his earphones in and is like jamming. <laughs> I don't know in
0: his own special man's space. Yeah.
1: I'm like you can leave the door open. So, anyways, everything through this decorating process is like anytime he's like, hey, like, what do you think about this like golf plaque? Or like <laughs> things like that. I'm like, ooh, you know where I think that would look awesome? It's like in your office. <laughs> Let's put it in your office. And the so, walls are filling up. <laughs> oh my god, he has the funniest stuff in there. But anyways, this whole thing has been like, you know, I was like, you know, John, like you should be lucky. Like, I don't have my own space. You get to have This unique spot where you can do whatever you want with it. I don't have that in this space. He's like, Yeah, it kind of just sounds like you have the whole apartment. (laughs) That is fair. That is (laughs) fair feedback. So, anyways, it's been a challenge to say the least. But um, we're now fully furnished. Yeah. I've replaced any and all things he's brought into the home, Mm -hmm. Um, except for we do have a dining room table, um, which is another story. We won't even get into it. And then um, we have a Japanese painting. From okay. John's, um, their family study heirlooms. abroad. Okay, okay, which I've come to find out was a two-week exchange program in high school. <laughs> but somehow, in that two weeks, he um, <laughs> cultivated a relationship with a grandmother, and we have her piece <laughs> hanging and he's like, in our no, home.
0: I can just see him being like, "I, uh, you know, used to study in Japan." Um, spent, you know, lived in Japan for a while. (laughs) Yep.
1: Yep. I was like, John, the vacation we took two years ago was longer than your study abroad. (laughs) We can't call it an abroad trip, (laughs) but that's okay. So anyways, it's been a lot, but I would say we're now just killing it.
0: Yeah. Well, congrats. Um, good to have you both here in Portland. Oh, so good to be here. Um, I, so we were thinking about like what to record about today and desperate for a guest. We definitely don't have a guest because I don't have any friends here. (laughs) <laughs> um, and, Fair. um, well, I have some friends, but I haven't told them about the podcast mm, yet because yeah. it's like, as Keep soon a as profile. I do that, then they get to hear about, oh God, all my sexual antics, mm-hmm. um, my point of view on, you know, porn, masturbation, you,
1: feeders, <laughs> feeders, you name it. It's just, I don't know if your new circle of friends is ready for that. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, it'll happen eventually, yeah. but right now we're guest free. Um, And um, we, this whole podcast is about getting clarity and learning about new things. And we tried to recruit both of our partners to speak because they, they both have interesting knowledge bases on different things. They both refused. Yeah. So Rob and John refused for the um, 24th time to Mm -hmm. be on our podcast. So we were thinking about like, what could
1: we even provide clarity about to each other? Especially because I think we literally come from the same bank of knowledge. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would say on a regular basis, I learn more from you than you do from me, just because I think you at least engage in documentaries.
0: Uh-huh. All Mostly I, documentaries. But... Honestly, like, the only thing I'm very well-versed in is serial killers. That's fair. I have a problem with, with like, researching serial killers mm. and murder things in general, um, but you don't care about that stuff. You don't give Plus, a shit.
1: I mean, I, it's not that I don't care. I just don't actively seek it out. Right. I'll listen to it yeah. and I'll like find it intriguing. But yeah. I never listen to serial, a podcast. Like I just. That's
0: not about serial killers.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> but but I... it's still about a, you know. Murder. Murder. Yeah. Like you're into crime. I'm really you're into crime. crime. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. That was more, more what I meant. But you know what I mean. Um, and what could you contribute Uh, clarity? Yeah. I literally have nothing. Um, I would say, though, that I've recently... Well, no, that's not true. I love safety. I love (laughs) safety so much. (laughs) (laughs) And I just feel like there's been so much going on in the world, like, whether it's, like, you know, caused by humans directly or if it's from global warming and the fact that, like... Every other day, I feel like it's a natural disaster, Mm -hmm. and I've been doing a little bit of, you know, light reading on earthquake preparedness. Oh my god, you guys—the big one—it's no big one.
0: It's no joke. The big one is coming any day now. Do you have a quake kit? Um, I have like some stuff. I have water, which I accidentally consumed already. Hannah took some of my emergency water, but I have that. I have a first aid kit, and in my car, I have like some blankets and like a couple snacks. Because I, (laughs) well, I figure like whether the, the big one comes when I'm at home or at work, Mm. like being, having it in the car is the best place because Mm. you're likely to be closest to that stuff. But no, I'm in no way prepared. Yeah. And just to remind you guys what we're talking about, the, um, the biggest earthquake in, uh, U S history is supposed to happen in the Pacific Northwest, like yesterday. Mhm. So any day now it's supposed to be like a 10.5 and the aftershock is supposed to be worse than the main quake and there's supposed to be a giant tsunami that wipes out like the entire west coast of the US. So I'm like right on the um, the perfect area to get hit. Super. Living in an old Super. old
1: house on a hill yeah. perfect for mudslides. Oh god. It's, I mean, it's so terrifying. Have you, well, we obviously both, I still live in San Francisco. You did live there. Yeah. And I remember having tremors and stuff, but we had one recently Mm -hmm. and it was a 4.4, which in the grand scheme of things, isn't, you know, unheard of. Like it's obviously a manageable quake, but it shook my entire apartment, Mm -hmm. like woke me up Everything was rattling. That is fucking terrifying. Nothing fell off like the shelves or anything like that, which is shocking given that John and I installed them and we are by no means, um, handy. Yeah. If you will. Um, and so anyways, though, that like, just like instilled so much fear. I like then just like hit under John thinking if anything falls, Uh it will (laughs) hit him first. Um, (laughs) but he's not always going to be sleeping next to me when the quake hits. I hope, I hope when the big one hits, I'm at work. Yeah. Because I feel like there's supplies there for me. Uh Work is definitely the place to be. Yeah. um, But I have some tips that I've been reading up on if people are interested. Do you think they are? Maybe Maybe like the top one or two. Top one or two. Well, in this case, in the event of an earthquake, you should stay inside. Fair. (laughs) Which honestly, I don't even know if I would have thought to stay inside. Yeah. and get under a heavy table or in the doorway and cover your head with your arms. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, because being outside is obviously more dangerous because of like the, you know, debris, broken glass, uh-huh. etc. cetera. Um, I don't even know if it's on this list, but one thing that you should do is sleep with like really heavy boots next to your bed mm-hmm. because then in the event of a quake, there's probably shattered glass and like who knows what everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so by having a nice thick rubber sole shoe... You can get up and walk around smart. Yeah. Um, you should have have you been doing that. Do you have um, a pair of like heavy boots next to your bed? I've got my slippers and my (laughs) slippers have a nice rubber sole. Totally protective. I could up in a notch. They're pretty exposed. Um, I do have really heavy duty flashlight next to my bed, but you should have supplies for three days. Um, which I definitely do not. Um, and then having a meeting point is of course, really, really important. Um, Obviously track your loved ones, and then I've signed up for alerts. I don't know if you guys have them in Portland, but um, if you do alertsf.org, you can receive information about like your city and county, and it'll let you know about like everything that's like mm-hmm. coming your way.
0: But you can't. Is there any way to know about an earthquake in advance? That's not a thing, right? You don't mm-hmm. know until it's happening. There that's won't be the like problem. an alert, like earthquake in ten minutes.
1: No, that'd be not nice. not to get one of those. Um, you would get the response or the. Um, Notice about a tsunami, though. Yeah. Which we got one recently, actually. Yeah. Um. But that even then, I was like, well, now what? Like, where where am I going to go? You got to head for higher ground. I guess. I guess. Higher and so, higher. like, terrifying. I mean, my plan has always just been to, like, get in the car and drive east. Yeah. But it's not like... The roads are going to be clear for me all of a sudden just to like blow past everybody. I know. It's terrifying to me. I'm not
0: like religious at all, but some, when it comes to stuff like this, I feel like the only thing you can do is like, it's in God's hands.
1: (laughs) I mean, Jesus, take the wheel. (laughs) Jesus, take the
0: fucking wheel. But
1: I will say that I just hope I'm the first one to get taken out. Like there is nothing in me that is scrappy. I'm not cut out for survival of the fittest. No. I can't even imagine like forging for water and food. No, like I just really hope that some massive we would
0: die instantly. If it came down just to survival, comes down
1: and eliminates me. Yeah, I can't. I can't survive. Swiftly and surely. Yeah. Ideally
0: yeah. something with like a glass, like a huge glass spike that can just go through your brain or your heart and just take you out immediately. That is <laughs>
1: terrifying. You it do is. watch a lot of serial killer stuff.
0: I have a lot of like crime things I wanted to discuss with you. Okay. Um, the first, which is not new news, but I've been waiting to discuss with mm. you because I feel like it's crime, but it's not like...
1: It's the psychological Rape stuff. Rape and murder. Yep.
0: It's the Turpin family. Mm. We must go over I your thoughts on the Turpin family.
1: can't even believe that this is a real thing.
0: I can't either. Um, Should I back give a quick? And, yeah, give okay. a quick summary. So you guys, I'm sure you've heard of this story, but because it's been, you know, it's just all, all, over all over the news. But as far as I know, we haven't gotten any updates on what's going on with this couple. So essentially... Um, there's this family, the Turpins, David and Louise, I think, or Mm. something like that. Sure. Um, and they live in Southern California, um, low profile, low profile. Mm -hmm. And one morning, like before dawn, this child escapes from the window of, um, like the suburban home Mm -hmm. and calls 911 on like a deactivated flip phone. So... I guess even if your cell phone isn't um, doesn't work or doesn't have like a plan against it, it still works for nine one one.
1: Good to know for emergencies. For emergencies, yeah. So this
0: child has a deactivated like flip phone, calls nine one one on it, and says like she's in major trouble, and there's kids being held against their mm-hmm. will at this home. Some of them are chained. So um, police meet up with her, and she tells them that she is one of thirteen siblings. Um, who are being held hostage in their home by their parents mm-hmm. and the police go to this house and find, um, like basically like a scene out of like a horror movie at this house. So the, it's a mom and dad and they're 13 kids that range from two months to 29 years. And, but they, the oldest one looks like 13 mm-hmm. because they're so malnourished. Um, and they, you know, they haven't been fed they're, They've been starved their entire lives. Um, so they were in disbelief that some of these people were as old as twenty nine, mm-hmm. um, and so and three of the kids are chained up when they get there
1: and like living in their own feces, yeah, basically just like. But, but d- like the part that just is so crazy to me, and that's like the psychological piece, is yeah. that one of the kids was enrolled in college, yeah, and like did
0: you hear that his mom went, went to college with him?
1: Yes, and yes. waited outside the classroom door. Yeah, so creepy. Which is crazy, but like. This person is in, like, an educational institution. Like, they're out of the house. Uh But there's clearly something so incredibly, like, fearful in their minds that they can't tell someone, like, hey, while I'm at college, my entire family and siblings are chained up. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so crazy, like, that these parents can, like, ultimately... Brainwash. Brainwash and feel okay by, like, chaining up their children. But then they're like... I'm going to give my son an education. Well, the weirdest part,
0: I mean, Mm -hmm. just some other like things to note about this family is all of the children were homeschooled with the exception of this one boy that was enrolled in college, like community college. Yeah, but still. And all of the, I mean, the dad had registered their house as a um, private school. right? But it was only, you know, and all the kids were taught at home by their mom. Mm -hmm. They were also nocturnal. So they slept. Mm. the entire family slept all day, and then neighbors would see them marching in circles inside the home at night. Yeah. Um, they were only allowed to shower once a year and could not wash their hands above the wrists because yeah. they, that would like classify as plain in water, and then right. they'd get beaten. Um, and they weren't allowed to read, watch TV, play with toys or anything, all they were allowed to do is journal. So there's, like, hundreds and hundreds of journals that, like, the right. FBI is, like, currently pouring through. Right. And so far, we've heard nothing about, like, what life was like for these kids, why they stayed silent for so long. Like, what mm. was the breaking point? Right. Because they weren't, Um. they were allowed outside. Like, they went on family vacations to Disneyland, all dressed alike in creepy outfits.
1: But, like, how weird that then they go on these trips. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're... Yeah. And then I think I read too that the neighbors, um, thought that only like two kids lived there. Um, Or yeah, something no like one, that. No one had an idea they had, were 13. Yes. But they also, how long did they live in that house? Cause they had moved there.
0: From Texas. From
1: Texas. Cause they moved to California. They moved to California. But like, how long had they been in that house?
0: Um, I think only, like, maybe a couple years. Okay. So before that, they lived in Texas and um, also had, like, a creepy reputation. Yeah. And um, I read, like, this interview with their neighbor who, mm-hmm. um, like, was their neighbor in Texas but, like, stayed out of yep. their way. I guess when the family moved out, he came over to, like, check out the house mm-hmm. and um, said it was just, like, absolutely abhorrent conditions. Yeah. Like, human shit everywhere, like... Pea stains on the walls, on the ground, chains on all the beds, on the fridge. And then there was like... Oh, he said there was a pile of diapers up to the ceiling against one wall, used diapers, Ugh. and a dead cat and a dead dog. That was the hardest part for me. I
1: know. But like... <laughs> in that scenario, like how is this neighbor not being like, hey, this seems like a flag. I know. Apparently he really regrets that. Well, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like it's one thing... To maybe be like, hmm, like, that family, I've never seen the kids. I've never seen them outside. Like, they're very standoffish. Like, I feel like with so many crazy things happening in the world today, like, there's all this um, sort of education around, like, you know, see something, say something, whatever. But, like, this guy clearly sees something appalling. Like, there's no way to justify anything that he saw in that house I
0: know. like I know if I were him I would not be coming forward now with that information yeah like how I embarrassing
1: know. like you could have I mean these kids are unfortunately put through so much already that a couple of years is probably mm-hmm. not changing much but right. still it would have been two more years that they like could have started getting their lives back together it's crazy
0: it's, it's just like my biggest question is the, the why like why did this family mm-hmm. choose to choose to live their life like this like, why did the parents decide yeah. they needed, like, complete and utter control, and they were going to starve I'm their right children now. and chain them? I just, I mm. need to know answers, and I feel like one of these days, like, an expose is going to come out from all the kids talking, like, they'll, they'll have a book deal or a 100%, documentary or something, 100%. we'll get more details, yeah. but right now, they're all silent, and I just need to know more. I well, Psychologically, I, can't wait. I
1: mean... As we said, like one of them's 30, they look like a 14 year old, uh-huh. they're completely malnourished. Therefore their brains, I mean, their like intellect level can't be above a yeah. six year old. You know what I mean? Something yeah. along those lines. Like it's just, oh, don't quote us on that. But yeah. I think we're on the right track. <laughs> but I'm just saying like, regardless, yeah. like it's going to be a long road to recovery.
0: I know. But so crazy.
1: we'll keep you guys posted.
0: Also the other um, story I've wanted to talk to you about yes. is, have you heard about, um, this also is not brand new, but I just saw an update on it on 2020, okay. and I realized we haven't talked about it. Um, the Slenderman attack. No. Okay. Okay. You're gonna love this. I definitely don't. You know are about gonna this. love this. Um, so there, <laughs> this happened like years, a couple years ago, okay. but the trial is still ongoing. Mm. So I've watched like a couple things and read about updates. So there were these two 12-year-old girls
1: mm-hmm.
0: that. Attempted to stab their other twelve-year-old <gasps> friend. Oh, well, to I death. totally know about this. Yes, yes. But like,
1: I tell me more. But I do know about this.
0: Yeah, they were in like Wisconsin. Yes, and um, it was a group of three friends. Yeah, two of them decided to um, stab the other one to death. Yep, for the the sole reason that they were carrying out the orders of this mythical creature called Slenderman.
1: This literally sounds like True Detective. Kinda. Right? The first one? Yeah. I just watched it recently, which is why I'm, <laughs> That was I'm a long time it. ago
0: for me, so I'm trying to make it. But the connection. basically,
1: like there was um gosh, I'm gonna butcher it. But basically that whole cult, they're following this like mythical creature, same idea, that's yeah. like in the woods and has like uh-huh. this crazy beard and like yeah. green hair or right. whatever mm-hmm, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, something to do with bees? That or but I think it's also called like the the King of Swords. Like there's yeah. some terminology. I, I remember, I remember. I'm totally blanking on it now. But similar vein of this like mythical creature yeah. dictating something. Yes.
0: So Slender Man apparently is like 10 feet tall. He wears a suit. He has no face. Um, I don't know if you've seen images. Uh, it's really creepy. Maybe we should post that as our podcast what do cover mean, photo. you like images though? Like he's
1: like a cult. So he's a real person.
0: No, he's... Oh. Um, but he, it's, it's like Dracula, right? Like there's, okay. you can see like f- pictures and, pa- and drawings and okay. like what he's supposed to look like. Okay. And, um, so these girls worship Slender Man, legitimately worship Slenderman, And they believed that they were carrying out his orders. And that's why they attempted to kill their friend who shockingly survived despite like 25 stab wounds. They thought she was dead. Did she believe in Slender Man? No,
1: okay. She didn't even know it's slander. She was. knew.
0: She oh, knew. She, did. she had mentioned it like to her mom and everything. But they're twelve, so everyone just thinks they're yeah. being twelve, right? You know when you're twelve, when, every, yeah. you just like talk about stupid Who shit that's not what. real, yeah. Um, so anyway, they're both being both of the girls are being tried as adults, but one of them, I think either one or both of them is being. Um, they're they're they were let off. uh... Not, sorry, not let off, but co- confirmed mentally incompetent. Mm. So okay. now they're just in like mental institutions for the rest of their life. Crazy. That is insane. I know.
1: So what's the trial still being? I think the trial's now over. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. Got it.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, but it wow. lasted years and
1: years. I do. I just feel like I saw something on GMA the other day about it.
0: Yeah. I think that's because they got, they finally like they got con- yeah, convicted yeah, as, um, like meant not guilty by reason of insanity yeah but still have to because one of them is like schizophrenic oh I don't know about the other one okay the other one I think took a plea deal to implicate implicate the first one got it I could be a little bit wrong on that but anyway crazy right is, oh my god Can you imagine oh being a 12 year old girl and and thinking that was thinking that was real to the yeah. point that you killed
1: your best friend tried to kill I your mean, best friend remember like chain letters yeah different level not yeah. the same spectrum, but like, I remember being younger and getting a chain letter and it was like, if you don't send this to 10 people, like you'll have bad luck for the rest of your life. Something horrible will happen to your family. Right. Like, and that stuff got in my head. And I remember I being so embarrassed terrified. about potentially sending it on, but like, yeah. I felt like I, I was had to. So worried. Yeah. So worried. I remember once getting a lecture from my mom being like, this isn't a real thing. Yeah. You can't send it nothing's going to happen yeah. and like to this day I'm like anytime something bad happened I'm like fucking chain letter I should have sent it you know what I mean <laughs> but yeah anyways um let's switch to something a little more upbeat okay because I'm feeling a little okay depressed okay um I have a story oh okay great <laughs> well
0: this is something that happened to me this morning that I have oh. yet to talk to you about because oh. I wanted to wait until we were on the air mm. because I really need your advice I'm like how to figure this out. Okay. (laughs) So I was, um, checking Instagram this morning Mm. and, um, I was just looking at, um, my notifications Mm -hmm. and, um, on, okay. So my username on Instagram is Haley. It's my first name. Yep. Most of our followers are our friends. So, um, they know that. Yep. But in case you are listening in Japan or Switzerland, my Mm. username is just my first name. So because of that, I get a lot of people like asking for my username, asking to buy sure. the
1: username, asking to switch usernames. That's been my favorite because someone wants to be like, can I please have your username? You can have mine. And, and it, it was, was like, like
0: strawberry like, fields, 1818.
1: <laughs> I was like, tempting. Score. Super tempting. Score.
0: So I, um, l- I was looking at my notifications today and I have one from this girl. Where are you? Um, her name is Angela Kaylee. Oh, sure. And she liked a post and commented, check DM, please, which is direct messages. Oh, yes. So, thought I I'd check them, just sure. see, what, see what Angela Kaylee had to say. Yeah. Obviously, Angela Kaylee wanted my username. Of course. But um, you can see in your messages, like who of your friends are direct messaging you. But then mm. there's also a section that says requests. And that is people trying to send you messages that you don't follow. Oh, okay. So you can't see them unless you go to this little section. Okay. And then it shows, it says, these messages are for people you don't follow. They'll only know you've seen the request if you choose allow. So Mm. I see that Angelic Haley has sent me a message that says, hey, could I please have your user? I know this sounds weird, but it absolutely means the world to me. I've always wanted it. And I finally got the courage to ask you. Heart, heart, by the way, you're pretty. (laughs) Oh, thanks, Antella Keely. She's like maybe Can I ten. Who she is. She ha- she could be nine or ten. Oh. Um, so anyway, that's not the story. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> you just wanted to throw in a quick so compliment.
0: When, when <laughs> I, This follower thinks I'm Brady. When I got to the message requests, mm-hmm. I noticed that I have a slew of messages. Okay. And they are very strange. They're all from different men. Okay. Um, and they say things like hello pretty um hi um hey are you available tonight babe oh uh. um, want to meet up
1: and well, you know how and my personal people meeting through instagram like back in the day like i feel like we had like some lyft driver that like met her boyfriend on instagram
0: I mean, sure, but this is, this is very confusing because they're all from the, around the same time. Oh, And my personal favorite is prices.
1: Prices. Prices. Like, how much do you charge?
0: Yes. And there are, there are more. Shut There's so many. The front door. I'm now going to... Uh, oh, and here's one. I believe I texted you about your services. And then here's no. one that says, yes, please. They're, they're all from different men. Stop it! And, um, and then one says, tonight... These are all different ones. And then I finally find a message from someone who's very help- helpful. His name is, I don't I can't pronounce it, but he by looking at his pictures, he lives in New Delhi. He's in India. okay? He says, "Hey, Haley, I hope you're doing good. Your profile was mentioned on a dating site, but looking at your profile, I'd like to confirm that you are interested? Or is this just to increase your insta followers? <laughs> so, Thanks to this Indian dude, I now know that I am somehow on a sexual solicitation site offering up my services. Yes.
1: And people are, I mean, I guess I'm happy that people are interested, but I, but your profile does not suggest that you are. Right. So I don't know. Um, I mean, how do you get to messages? Uh, I don't even know how to do that on Instagram. I'm just curious if I... It's in- just here. Oh.
0: And you don't have any requests. <laughs> no
1: requests. <laughs> Nobody is trying to
0: message me. So, um, so and I don't know, like, I don't know how to figure out...
1: What dating site you're on.
0: Yeah, so the only have thing... Have you Googled yourself recently? Yeah, so I did that today. I Googled myself, and then I, since it's clearly linked to my Instagram, yeah. I the only thing I could think to do was, like, search for things that would be linked to that picture. Mm. And I watch the show Catfish. Yeah. You don't, right? I mean, I know
1: what it is. But like
0: the number one thing that I've learned from Catfish is um, reverse image searching. Right. Yes. Which basically means for anyone who doesn't watch that show, um, which is about basically catching people that are impersonating others online, um, is you can download a picture to your computer Mm -hmm. and then go to Google Images. Drop that photo into the search bar, yep. and it will show you if that
1: photo, photo is, is on anywhere. the internet yep. somewhere.
0: So I did that with like my Instagram profile mm-hmm. picture, and it's it's nowhere. So I have no idea what dating sexual services prostitution site I'm on, but the only thing I could think of is maybe to message this Indian guy back and ask for more information. Oh, maybe <laughs> think I think I he... Well, I will say at least he seems. He seemed respectful.
1: Respectful. Yeah, I mean, um, he said,
0: "Hope you're doing well. Just yeah. wanted to let you know, your profile's on a dating site doesn't seem like you're a hooker from your page." Right.
1: <laughs> so, I think we should. I mean, my my Instagram is all pictures of cats and like group right. group photos. Do you? Is there anything wrong with like responding to him? It's not like no. I means just wanted you're like to installing you know, vicious malware on your phone by responding to, to him, right? I just wanted to discuss with you, like, I think we should absolutely ask him. Okay.
0: So instead of rep- responding to, Hey, yup. Yeah. Prices. Let's... Yes, please. Or I believe I texted you about your services. I should respond to, let's just the respond to the one
1: guy that seems to be okay. genuinely, um, like, the he most, has your, your best interests at heart. The I most think. embarrassing
0: thing is that he thinks that he his other option is not that it's not me that it listed myself, it's that I'm just trying to increase my Instagram followers. Right.
1: Right. Which we're definitely not interested <laughs> okay. in that. His name is Anuj. Anouj. Hey okay. Anouj. Um what should I say? <laughs> um, I think we just have to be like Thanks for the respectful like, message. <laughs> thank you so much for reaching out. <laughs> Thanks for the inquiry. Um, I am not,
0: I did not realize I was on a dating site. Yes. Was on a dating site. Which one could you send me a screenshot?
1: Yeah, sure. I think it's just, yeah, a very, thank you so much for messaging me. Um, this is the first that I'm hearing that I, you know, I'm on some site. I'm assuming like somebody is falsely using my photos. Yeah. Um, would you be willing to like send me a screenshot of what it is that you found so that okay. I can help like, I sent it a long time this ago. <laughs> oh, sent, you already sent this. I
0: sent it. No, I sent it just now while you were before. Oh, you gave so me that my speech. advice
1: was not at all helpful. Okay, um, um,
0: no, fine. but I did take your initial advice. Okay, I just which shortened was high it. <laughs>
1: um,
0: I said, um, I, where is it? Whatever. I basically just said, yeah. whatever. Um, So should I respond to the guy who asked prices and maybe give him a a range?
1: A price? A range? And see
0: if he bites?
1: I mean... I'm not kidding. Yeah, what do you think is a reasonable price? Well, I guess it depends on the service.
0: But I kind of want to know what I'm worth. Sure. Okay, how about we put it back on him? Prices. I'll say, what's your maximum?
1: Or why don't we also... Of course you're going with that. I'm like, what service are you interested in? I'm curious, like what service he's trying to buy. Okay.
0: What service? Pricing
1: is negotiable. What service were you most interested in?
0: Are you interested in pricing is negotiable?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember when I ended up on a weird, like not a dating site, but I ended up like being rated on some, like, do you remember this? When I googled myself, oh yeah, you were on like hot or not or something. Essentially. And I was ultimately like it was a photo from like Facebook, and it was basically this whole write-up about like me as an ex-girlfriend or fling or something like that. Uh Oh you remember this? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There was something super weird and a coworker sent it to me and was like, I think something's up with the internet, like whatever you guys, it was. it
0: was like a, a website where you could rate your previous like sexual partners yes. and like, fl- or people you've dated. Mm-hmm. So then if you were going I on a date with a new photo. person, you could like read reviews about them. Yeah. And it rated people on like a scale of one to five for like all these different elements. Yeah. And we found Hannah on there and someone had rated her. You had a really good review. It was a
1: really good review. So it wasn't even like... That much, like, slander. Yeah. They didn't say I was that smart, which was upsetting. But I remember, like, reporting it being, like, I don't even know what I said. But needless to say, I don't think they ever removed it. I'm sure we could Google it right now. If we Google me, I bet it would pop up.
0: I'm really anxious for Kyle and uh, Anuj to respond to my questions before we end this episode. I really
1: hope that happens. Because,
0: I mean, this could be happening to any of our listeners. How do you know if you're on a sexual – how do you know if you're on, like, back page for sex –
1: Favors. Yeah. I have no idea how I'm on that. I think I got something weird that happened to my email account because I still get all these, like, basically solicitations, which is really neat. Um, okay. Well, wow. Yeah. Wow. So that's, uh, that's what's up with me. Well, maybe we should start um, having you charge Bitcoin. <laughs> we should tell that story. You will only be paid in Bitcoin.
0: You guys. Hannah and I are struggling right now because we could be very wealthy Mm -hmm. and we're we're not. And the reason for that is because you might remember a certain very popular ad spot we did for um, a startup called Brighton Mm -hmm. back in our last season. Yep. And we were working with tech people, obviously, startup people And they chose to pay us for our ad spot in Bitcoin, which to be transparent, was they paid us about $300 for the entire season. Mm -hmm. Um, In Bitcoin, though. In Bitcoin, yeah. yeah. So we had what was $300 in Bitcoin at the time, which would now be, I mean... Did you do
1: the calculation? I should. I don't remember how many actual bitcoin because it's not like one bitcoin is one dollar or whatever it would be worth like
0: probably i mean my guess is like twenty thousand dollars
1: i think more than that honestly like i feel like we could have retired at this point because ultimately (gasps) wait i I got a message oh my god a a response holy
0: shit okay he said if i remember somewhere on the craigslist for denver location
1: Are you kidding? <laughs> no, he's typing. Is this a It's a news. A Okay, we've got to go to Craigslist immediately.
0: <laughs> what do we even look for though? I've googled my name. I've googled that. Well, I've got pic- to Craigslist Denver. Yeah, but I have maybe someone put your link, I like, don't like,
1: know. The personal ads, right? Craigslist. Um
0: if, oh do you think we could type into Google, like, Instagram.com slash Haley and see what happens? Like, is that... Because that's the, the link.
1: Okay. I was just thinking, like, Craigslist, Craigs... You guys, this is crazy. Craigslist, Craigslist, Denver. Thank God for a Otherwise, Personal j- ads, right? I don't know. Craigslist, <laughs> Denver, personal. What are they, like... Classifieds? Is that no? Hannah, I'm at a loss. I've never looked for sex on Craigslist. Okay, well now we're gonna have to find it.
0: John, how do you find sex on Craigslist?
1: Uh, oh, nothing. Okay.
0: Okay, well we're gonna we're gonna figure this out. <gasps> oh my out. gosh,
1: Denver personals want sex
0: Craigslist. That must be it. He's still typing.
1: Come on, Anouche. <gasps> oh my gosh, this is so vulgar. Oh my God, this like is... the first thing says like. Like black cock ISO 420 friendly. Wow. This is
0: really good for my reputation. Oh my god. This is
1: so wholesome. Denver personal sex with women. Denver personal Can you add sex. Haley
0: into the search?
1: Probably. Maybe that'll help
0: filter it down. I was searching someone for outing to Red Rocks, but if you really want to know, I will see if I can't find from my browser history. Of course he's now trying
1: to like. <laughs> change it because he's probably embarrassed. Do you know what I mean? He's like, I wanted to go to Redbox with someone. It's like, don't act like you're now super wholesome Anuj, you know?
0: Was it an ad for sex or dating? How about that?
1: Do you think that's a good question? All of these things say they're missing Haley. I don't really get this. You know who we should ask is Janelle. Janelle is so okay, good at yeah, well, Let's do Okay, that. I think we're getting off track though. A little. I mean, we're not, but like... Yeah, you're right. I mean, we could just pause our recording. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But I will report
0: back based on if he says it was for sex or dating.
1: Oh my god, he's typing. He's typing so (laughs) fast. It has to be for sex because somebody is asking you about your prices. I know. Nobody is going to charge for a date. I know. And someone also asked about did you put up anyone?
0: ESL. Nope. I think he's questioning if I had put up an ad for sex or an ad for dating. Oh, no, sure. No Anouj, I I haven't.
1: Got it. Oh my God. This is? Although
0: you guys, I, on that note, I also recently found out that I'm still on Bumble from Bumble BFF. Oh yeah. From our days of like recording yeah. or finding a girl for that episode. Mm. Still on Bumble, but it has since converted me to the male Bumble. Oh, so I'm just, lovely. I've just been on Bumble for the past year just... Mm -hmm. just there and Kevin our like male friend sent me a screenshot and he was like what the fuck why are you on Bumble
1: (laughs) (laughs) which speaking of dating apps I just got an email over um the Christmas holiday saying that I'm finally off the wait list for the league I was on it for three years that is insane three years And this email, I took a screenshot of it. I can't find it right now, of course, but it basically was like, we think you have what it takes to be a star. I'm like, fuck you, the league. Um, Oh, here it is. (laughs) I wonder what- You've been drafted into the league. You're in. No more wait list. (laughs) As if I've just been sitting around for three years waiting. You're like, you know, I haven't
0: found the one yet, but it's just because I haven't gotten into the league yet. Welcome
1: to the league community. We reviewed your profile and think you have what it takes to be an all-star. I'm like, have you reviewed my profile?
0: (laughs) I wish we could get feedback about... The two
1: seconds that it takes to read my LinkedIn. Uh (laughs) It's so absurd. It's so absurd. I can't even believe it. I hate them so much.
0: Well, you're in the league and I'm on Craigslist Denver. (laughs) So if we can't score the men of our dreams... I don't know what we could do differently. Oh my gosh. So now, just to close the loop, Anuj says, I don't remember specifically what for now. I was just doing random browsing one night. LOL. Okay. Thanks, Anuj. Thanks for nothing, Anuj. Now he's just covering up his search for prostitutes. Yes.
1: Thanks, Anuj. All right. Enjoy your
0: time at Red Rocks. I can't say that. But should I take him up on finding it from his browser history, or are we just letting this go? I feel
1: like we could, well, I think if anything, it's, If you stumble upon it in your browser history, keep me posted. Okay. Okay.
0: All right. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I know. That's some,
1: that's some heavy shit. The internet is a terrifying place. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like this could be an interesting segue into the journal entry we stumbled upon today that just sort of helps one, um, Sort of articulate or put a numeric value against <laughs> how much they like someone. It's yeah. a simple scale. Yeah, it can really be beneficial. I think when someone's on the fence of like, is this worth my time or not? Especially in the day of online dating, Craigslist ads, etc. That was a beautiful segue. Thank you. Um,
0: do you have okay, your journal, you guys? Yes, I do. So I did. I've done a lot of readings, like in past episodes, from my eighth grade diary. Mm-hmm. Today, Hannah and I uncovered what appears to be my sixth grade diary. <laughs> and surprise, surprise, the subject matter is exactly the same. Brock. It is Brock, Brock, <laughs> and more Brock. Um, and I Brock, I hope you're listening. Hey, buddy.
1: Oh. Hey, how I are you? He's probably stopped listening. We've lost oh. all our loyal listeners, if we're being honest. Okay, well, we'll we'll send him a text to let him know. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so
0: I we came across like a pretty interesting um, entry that I decided to use to help you know help myself understand how much I liked a certain person. Sure. So here I'll just start with on January fifth, nineteen ninety nine um my boy update
1: Mm, this was a
0: Tuesday if anyone was curious dear diary this is my boy update I'll have one or two every month everybody in the school knows I really like Brock shocker (laughs) spoiler alert but in order here are the boys I have any percent of a crush on Brock Jeff Greg Travis Robert and maybe just a little bit Derek Derek is Brock's brother. Perfect,
1: <laughs> cestual.
0: Just trying to get as close to him as I could. Yep,
1: any progress is progress. Now, here's a little bit about. Wait, what Brock. about Freddie? I think Freddie is oh, also Oh, then it in there. says then Freddie. Then Freddie. <laughs> then Freddie. Quick clarifying question: um, Is that all of the men in your grade?
0: There were like a couple more.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. So you're Actually, really... Actually, Derek
0: and Freddie are in a different grade.
1: Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. So you're kind of going outside your circle.
0: Robert is also in a different grade. Okay. So I had four in my grade, four out of maybe eight.
1: Okay. Yeah. So those yeah. others are real chop liver uh-huh. at this point.
0: Um, okay. Brock. He's not the cutest guy I've ever seen, but he's definitely in the top 10. Sorry, Brock. <laughs> but <laughs> Apparently, I still thought the world of you. He's definitely in the top 10. I really like him. Honestly, he's so nice. He's so athletic. I like him. (laughs) He is in the eighth grade math class at the time we were in sixth grade.
1: Oh, wow. He is a smart cookie.
0: And he's extremely smart in every subject, but he's greatest at sports. Okay. So I was elaborating on liking him on a scale from one to 10, one being a crush, 10 being extremely madly in love, crazy, oh my gosh, can't live without him. Brock would be a six, or maybe a five, or maybe a four, which equals out to really like him.
1: (laughs) Bang on mouth right there.
0: (laughs) Here's the boy scale. So then I decided to make a chart to break out from one to ten, Mm. what each of those numbers would mean in terms of how you're feeling about someone. And I thought we could read through these and relate it back to our relationships.
1: Oh, perfect. So this is the clarity we needed, actually.
0: Yeah. One, just a little, tiny, weeny little hit.
1: Yikes. (laughs) <laughs> brutal <laughs>
0: a little tiny weenie little tinge when he walks by
1: oh like you get like the slightest tinge
0: yeah not to be confused with just a tiny little weenie <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay a tiny little tinge when he walks by two you think you like him a little three you know you like him a little mm. four definite crush five think about him at least once every school day.
1: Okay. Huge.
0: Six. Really like him. Brock in parentheses. So this is where I was.
1: Okay. So basically in your previous entry, you were unsure, but then through this calculation, you were able to say confidently. Six. He's a six. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Seven. You start to kiss his picture. Now that's (laughs) that's going off the rails a little bit. I, I would definitely
1: if, say I'm at a 7 in my relationship. <laughs> I'm always making out with a photo of John.
0: I don't know where I got that from as a good idea, but I definitely hadn't been to a 7 because Brock was my first and only love. So I guess I just assumed if it got one step more serious, like I would you be had been, you had
1: probably photos of him and you were thinking about kissing them, but it was still maybe too soon in the, you know.
0: Yeah. Process. Um, Eight, oh my God, there he is. <laughs> Which is apparently more serious than kissing this picture.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nine, you're so crazy about him, you start thinking about having dances, dates, secret
1: love notes, arms around each other, and passionate kisses with this guy. Wow. I wow. think I'm still having a hard time with seven. <laughs> like, I think if you're making out with a photo, that's gotta be, that's... Like, that's
0: rock bottom. <laughs> that's
1: rock bottom, yeah. eh? And, like, that's not even thinking. That's doing. Like, that's a full action. I know. Like, I think it's a little more normal to think about, like, think about kissing them than fully kissing a photograph of him, which can't This is be all pleasurable. This is all
0: very dramatic. And then
1: 10 is the worst of all. Oh, God.
0: 10. If you are here, you better have kissed him at least once.
1: I hope in person and not just through photographs. If he died, you'd kill yourself. <laughs> you
0: you love him so much, you'd trade your family, friends, and the whole rest of the world for him. I solemnly swear never to get to 10 until I'm married.
1: Oh, well, thank goodness.
0: I think I'm still following through with that promise to myself.
1: Oh my gosh. But well. I'm a little
0: concerned that I thought... Good to know I'll get
1: traded in in the day you get married.
0: Yikes. And the funniest part is that my criteria for being at a 10 is that you have to have had kissed them one time. (laughs) (laughs) And if they die, you'd kill yourself. You are going to have to kill yourself. This is it for me. So um, I thought that was great. Shout out, Brock. Um, On that note, found a little um, memory box (laughs) when I was looking for this journal, this Hannah is called the Brock Box.
1: I wish people could see this because this is the saddest visual <laughs> I've ever been in the presence of. Haven't seen the contents of the box yet, but this box is inch thick, <laughs> inch and a half. Uh
0: huh.
1: It clearly used to have like
0: stationary. grandma's
1: stationery yes. in it. One hundred percent. The cover of the box. Has like sort of like a nice watercolor print of florals on it.
0: Yeah. Oh, like on top of like a, a picnic gingham check. Yeah. It's real ugly. It's really unfortunate. Inside are all my um, memoirs of Brock that I kept in this box like a fucking serial killer. I'm going to lose it. We have Brock's Valentine's Day candy <laughs> that he gave to me. <laughs> Still untouched. In a small Ziploc baggie that he gave to everyone in the entire class. But on the front, it clearly says to Haley
1: from Brock. Point out that um, one, actually, the Reese's cups are still pretty, uh, I don't know, nimble. These candies are at least 20 years old. My favorite are the two Mike and Ikes (laughs) that are in here, which I don't know if you guys remember Mike and Ikes, but it's literally like, a thin little cylinder that is pink, and then a matching one, but in white. Yeah. These have to be rock hard. Those are real old. Oh my god! If we were playing dice game right now, I would absolutely make your roll that you had to eat all of this. That's a really good, really good one. I wonder how like the chocolate is. We'll get to that. Yeah. All
0: right. Next, we have a um, Happy Holidays card from Ooh, Brock to me
1: with some embossing on it. Looks nice.
0: On the inside, it is a, it doubles as his Christmas card to me and a thank you for all the Christmas gifts that I had previously given to him. Thank you for the great gifts. I hope you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and I'll see you in 2001.
1: I Rock. think this is a journal entry that you've read on the air before, at least that I've yeah. read. Yeah. that talks about all of the gifts and how got he Brock. didn't care about them. Yeah, but didn't he give you like perfume or something His like that?
0: His mom got me Adidas perfume.
1: There it is. Yeah,
0: as a gift. As And then the rest Brock is... Brock has
1: some pretty good penmanship.
0: Yeah. The rest is just... Oh, well, there's some interesting stuff in here. There is a tiny pressed... There's a tiny pansy flower that he must have given me from the playground that I pressed. Oh my into... God, I remember
1: pressing flowers. Uh-huh. Thanks, Brock. <gasps> Shout out. Um, I can see, um, the logo that you designed. I have several, there's
0: also like a huge version of this folded in here yep. somewhere. There's a small picture of my face, Isn't which is this confusing. this logo
1: like your guys's letters, first letters intertwined? That
0: logo somehow says Haley and Brock, but yeah. I don't
1: remember how. I kind of see the B and the H. It also looks like a pill capsule.
0: Yeah, it does.
1: Which is concerning.
0: And then the rest of it is just songs that I wrote about him. I'm sorry. Just song lyrics. Before, Before we there. get
1: there, I feel like we brushed over the um the photo handkerchiefs. I don't know what the what the handkerchiefs are about. And why is it a photo of just I don't know. your head? I wish I knew. I don't remember. Do you think he had been in the photo? I don't know. Or do you think he took this photo? I don't know. And then you've got a couple pens. <laughs> a couple pens.
0: So yeah, the rest, as far as I can tell, I haven't gone through every single thing in here because there's a ton, but they're just all songs that I wrote about him. I just song lyrics, on song lyrics. Do you remember when
1: we performed an original for him?
0: We did. We did. I miss him. Oh. We should call him up. Hey, Happy bro. Happy
1: for you, but sad for
0: me. Yeah. A classic. Anyway, I'm a fucking psychopath. <sighs> I'm basically Jeffrey Dahmer, the serial killer.
1: It feels who similar. Who kept pieces
0: of his victims in a box.
1: Okay. <sighs> on that upbeat note, yeah. I feel like we are going to maybe talk about The Bachelor, but I also think we've been recording for like an hour. How can we tell how how long this is? I've no I've been trying idea. to figure this out the entire time. I guess it's um two thousand and seventy three seconds. It's not, is it? That can't be seconds. It says bars. Right. I don't know, you I guys. Know. I really I hope know. this isn't
0: too long. I we have no way of under, of knowing how long this has been going for. Um, I mean, we could pause it. No, it's fine. I don't know. Anyway, we were gonna recap the Bachelor and the Bachelor Winter Games, which we could still do. Or we could not. Yeah.
1: I'm not feeling it. Okay. <laughs>
0: you guys, Hannah is not feeling it. So um, I guess on that note, we will wind it down. Yep. Um, I don't know when we'll get back with another episode, but I think we could try for April 8th. Yes, because you're coming out that weekend. Yeah.
1: And we'll um, use your microphone. We'll use my microphone. Yeah, This is my microphone too, by the way. Yes. It's a gold one. Um, so we'll have Perfect. this. And then I'll get, either just bring your laptop or, you know, I'll yeah. we'll figure it out. Yeah.
0: Um, it was so nice podcasting with you guys. So lovely. We missed all our listeners. I wonder if I should we try love to everyone. like
1: pull up our exit music and play that. Oh, absolutely. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Haven't gotten anything back about
1: prices, but I'll Gosh. let you guys know. Okay. I'm going to try to just rewind this. Um, all right. Maybe we just pause it. Okay. Let's just... Um, do I do that? Okay, we pulled up our outro music, <laughs> um,
0: which we're going to play on an iPhone from, again, a previous episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we love you guys so much, um, and we will catch you next time on Cocktails and Clarity. Um, have a good couple weeks until then. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.